Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Life of Riley. Uh, Just kidding. Okay, happy Tuesday. Grab a cup of coffee, sit down, or sit in your car, or sit at work, or sit in bed, or listen in the shower, or whatever you're doing right now, and enjoy this episode of The Life of Riley in which we discuss... New Year's resolutions, I guess. I don't know, you guys. I feel like it's just so, like, I feel like you're going to hear a million podcasts that are like, things I want to change this year. I don't even really care to share that with you guys. It's all pretty mundane, boring, basic stuff. But maybe instead we could talk about ways that you can succeed at fulfilling your goals. Okay? So let's do it. Enjoy this episode of The Life of Riley. All right, welcome back. So right now it is Tuesday and um, it's a great day. And my boyfriend has gone to the gym. So my boyfriend's staying, he doesn't live here as you guys know, Um, but he's staying with me for a little bit, which is so nice to have him around. But he's like, I'm gonna go to the gym this morning. And I'm like, yes, you go do what you do best. Well, he doesn't, he does other things great too, but like you do that and I will stay here and podcast because I would much rather podcast than work out. How about that to start off a 2021 New Year's resolution in which one of my resolutions is to work out more? Ha ha. The irony, you guys, the irony. Okay. So let's talk about your goals. I don't even really think you guys give a shit how, what my goals are for the year, although I might throw some in at the end. that feel relevant, I guess. But I more so want to talk about ways that you can actually achieve these goals. So first of all, oh my God, I I can't stop yawning. You guys, my energy is so low. I have not had coffee yet today. I like really need this caffeine right now. So first you need to figure out what you really want. Cue that Spice Girl song. Tell me what you want, what you really, really want. I'll tell you what I want, what I really, really want. I want to, I want to, I want to. Oh my God, I can't stop yawning. Oh my God. Okay, so first figure out what you really want to do. Hopefully 2020 helped you figure that out a little bit. I even, I feel like I went through so many phases last year of like figuring out what I want and I'm still figuring it out and I'm still even changing what I want and that's totally fine. But hopefully this past year helped you narrow in on what's important to you, whether that is a particular job, a particular location to live, a particular person you want to be around, a particular group of people you want to be around, a passion, a hobby, whatever. Hopefully this past year helped you narrow your focus, okay? So that is so important is to figure out what is really driving you. And specifically with career, I want to talk about this. Uh, And actually, I'm going to do a separate episode. Oh my God. How many times do I say that, you guys? Like, oh, I'm going to do a separate episode on this. Riley, you're so fake. Um, But I want to do an episode on this. But like specifically with career, your life's passion doesn't have to be your job. You know, you can work a job. I feel like so often, including myself, I'm so guilty of this. We want to find a job that's like our life's passion and it's like what we're meant to do. And that's great. But the problem is that it's so unrealistic that a job is going to give you all of that satisfaction. So sometimes having a job that maybe you're not incredibly passionate about, but it supports your life and it supports the lifestyle that you want to have and it allows you to do other things that you love, that's what's really important. So figure out, is it 
the particular job that you want or is it a particular lifestyle? Is it a particular place you want to live? I mean, that's huge. You know, that's really, really huge. So figure that out first. Then once you figured out what you really want to focus on, focus on the process to get there, not the individual goals. So what I mean by that, let me get some more coffee. I'm already feeling better, you guys. Can you literally hear it in my voice, the difference a little bit of coffee makes? Ugh, you guys, it's bad. It's bad, but it's true. Okay, so focus on the process. And what that means is, let's say my goal is to lose 10 pounds. Okay, it's not, but let's say that is. <laughs> my goal is 20. Just kidding. Uh, kind of. So, um... So let's say that your goal is to lose 10 pounds. It is more important to focus on how you're going to get there than losing the 10 pounds because you don't just want to lose it at all costs, right? You want to come up with a healthy, sustainable process that gets you there. And that process, that habit is actually going to be far more important than the result of losing 10 pounds. So you making it a habit to cut out refined sugars or portion control or work out a couple times a week, or get steps in, or whatever, that is so much more important long-term than the act of losing 10 pounds. Because that 10 pounds over the course of your lifetime is going to fluctuate drastically. You're going to be up 20, you're going to be down 20, you're going to be up 40. If you are a woman and you decide to have a child and you're pregnant, you're going to gain a bunch of weight. Like, so many things are going to happen in your life that are going to make that number fluctuate, but the process by which you get to a healthier weight that you're comfortable with, that's what really matters. So that's an example of focusing on process, not goals. Another example, let's say you want to be more organized in your life. Um, you know, having an organized closet or whatever, if that's your goal, that's important, right? Like having everything be neat, taking a day and cleaning everything out. But the process by which you get there and more importantly, the process by which you maintain that That's the most important. Coming home, taking off your clothes, putting them away immediately, doing a 10-minute cleanup at the end of the night to put away items that have been left out so you go to bed with a clean space. You know, waking up and making it a priority after you cook a meal to clean the counters or whatever. Those habits are far more important than the goals that you might be setting for yourself. So definitely this year for me is focusing on the process and not the individual goals. Because also another aspect of that for me is I don't necessarily know exactly what the specific end goal is, but I definitely know the process changes that I want to make. So I definitely know changes that I want to make and things that I want to be different, but I don't exactly know specifically what it is I'm going for. But that's okay because the process of changing my habits and changing you know, some things in my life to make it better, that's going to be what's most important. Another reason my focusing on the process is very important, in my opinion, is that success takes time. And by focusing on the process, we are so much more patient with how long success really takes. I mean, it really does take a long time. Even though it feels like time flies, for example, getting a college degree, right? Let's say you do it in four years. Let's say you do it in five. I think the average is like seven in California, no? Something like that, seven years. Let's say it takes you four years to get a college degree. That feels by the end of it like it went by in the blink of an eye, like so quick. But four years, four consistent years of working towards an end goal, that is a long time. If you were to sit down and tell me, Riley, you can, you know, have your dream, I don't know, house. I don't know. I can't think of an example. I keep using body image, but like, let's do an episode on that too. 
Um, but like, let's say I can have my dream body, but in four years, work every day for four years. That seems like a really long time, but it's true. Success takes a long time. So when you focus on the process, you're just more likely to appreciate, you know, basically the steps that you're taking to get there and also be more patient with yourself. Success looks so immediate on social media. Social media makes it look like we just went in left and right one thing after another, success, 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 almost said sex, my bad, sex, 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 just kidding, success, 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 or that too, good for you, um, but like, it's not that immediate, take my Instagram, for example, all of my photos, they're highlights, right, they're like high points in my life, so I'm posting every couple months, but it looks like every single time I post, it's something exciting, it's something fun, it's something positive, whatever. So success looks like it's just ever flowing, coming in all the time, and I'm just constantly in a state of like succeeding. And that is just not true. But that's what social media makes us believe. And everyone else's lives go by a lot faster than our own, right? Like if someone moves away to another state, all of a sudden they've been there for a year and you're like, whoa, it feels like, you know, it feels like you just left because it flies by. That's how it looks for other people when they look at your social media. Just yesterday, people feel like, oh, she just graduated college. No, it's been two years, you know? I've worked two years, more than two years at this point, to get to where I'm at now, post-college. So it's just about reminding yourself that everyone else is going to make it look like it's happening consistently, and it's just like this constant flow of success, and that's just not how it is. And so when you focus more on the process than the end goals of what you deem to be successful, you end up becoming a lot more patient with yourself and giving yourself a lot more grace, which is very important. The next thing that is super hard for me, but got to do it, You have to make it obvious to yourself and everyone around you what your goals are. (laughs) And that's super difficult. Like, it's very hard to say out loud what you want to do because if you don't achieve it, it feels like you failed. I'll just kind of throw out things that I want to do. And then other people are so supportive and willing to help me do it. And I think that that's just so important. And it's also important to to vocalize and let people know, you know, what you want to do, make it obvious to other people because then... You know, not that this matters. This is kind of more of a logistical thing, but like it doesn't come as a surprise to anybody, you know? Like if you leave your job all of a sudden because you want to do something else, it's not surprising to anyone because they kind of knew the path that you wanted to take anyways. And I feel like that's just, you know, a nice thing. It's kind of more of a logistical thing, but whatever. The other part of this is making it obvious to yourself. So for me, that means like, writing it down. I have a whiteboard in my office. Like, you know, I try and write down goals on that whiteboard of things that I want to accomplish that week. I try and make to-do lists every single day. To-do lists are so big, you guys. I was even looking through my little notebook that I'm writing in for this episode. And I was like looking at my to-do list from a year ago. It's just so cute. Ugh, so, so many, so many fun things. But I love planners and to-do lists. I use my planner a lot. I kind of made a joke on my podcast Instagram. Oh, by the way, plug it. Go follow at Life of Riley Pod. Um, I kind of made a joke about like, oh, I might lose my planner and never use it again. Ugh, that's literally such a lie. I use my planner every single day. I've always used a planner. It's very important to like my life. And I think it's very like necessary for me at least to write things down. But that's another way I make things obvious. Like I, I set the goals at the at the beginning of the week and I just like work really hard to check things off my list and it feels good and it keeps me accountable. So 
I definitely think that making it obvious to yourself and others is a really great way to keep you on track for achieving all of those amazing goals that I know you guys have for 2021. Am I right? Let's do it. 2021. Off to a rocky start, not going to lie. Hashtag insurrection at the, um, at the U.S. Capitol. But that's okay. We're going to come back. We're going to come back stronger. And, um, you know, things are going to turn around. Things are going to turn around for everybody. That's what I'm hoping. That's what I'm praying for. Hoping all is well. Okay, so now let's get into some basic bitch Let me tell you guys some goals that I have. Okay, so first of all, one thing that I've been doing or trying to do, God, I'm already bad at this. I I have this book called Acts of Kindness, 101 Ways to Make Our World a Better Place. And I think it's the cutest little book ever. And it literally just gives you little tasks that you can do for others or for yourself to be kinder. So what I've been trying to do is post every day on my Instagram story on the podcast Instagram with like whatever the daily task is. So let's see what today's is. Well, actually, I'm a few days behind. So this is a few days ago. Ask someone their opinion on something. By asking someone what they think about something, you show them that you value their input. Okay, how easy is that to do? Like literally call a friend, call your mom, call your dad, and ask them their opinion on something. It makes them feel included and it makes them feel valued. And you're obviously going to benefit as well because you're going to get a different perspective. So I think that that's great. So I've been trying to do that um, and, you know, make that a make that a priority and a habit and do something kind for someone else every day. And also for yourself. These, these kindness, this is a whole nother episode, but like I'm a big fan of being kind to people, not only because... Um, you know, it's good for them, but it's so good for me. Like it's so selfish too. You know, it's not like I'm just like this selfless person. It's it's very beneficial to me too to be kind to others because I feel good after doing it. So there's that too. Okay. So I've been doing that. I've been trying to do the be kind one thing every day. I've also been trying to cook one new thing each week. And I've actually been able to do that. I've been like getting better at recipes. The thing is, is like Eating out right now is hard anyways because of the pandemic, but also I want to be a good cook and I want to have a few recipes on hand that I know taste good and that I know like I can nail. And um, the, the only hard part is that I tend to kind of just like make up recipes kind of as I go and then I don't write them down. So like it might turn out really well, but I don't remember exactly what I did. So I have to get better at that, but I'm definitely getting better at like trying to cook new things. And um, that's been really great. This week, I made these protein balls. Yo, my balls are good. They really are. My balls are delicious. I've been very excited. Stretching four times a week. Wow, I suck at this. I got to get started. I'm going to I'm gonna do it today. I'm going to stretch a little bit today. Stretching four times a week, even if it's only for five minutes, I just feel like it's a really good thing for your body. It keeps you like limber. It also excuse me, it also helps prevent like injuries and stuff when you're working out. Also working out three times a week. I've been pretty consistent about that. Pretty good. Um, I'm a little off track right now. Not going to lie. The last time I worked out was Saturday. It's now Tuesday. That's okay. I'll get back into it. I just feel like I've been doing so much. Like I just feel busy, but not an excuse, you know, working out three times a week. 
Um, I want to explore 10 new places in my area. I've been pretty good at that. Driving places, walking places, whatever. Just trying to like get out and see what there is around me. That's a really good one uh, for you all or whatever. And then journaling at least once a week. And I've been able to keep up with that. I think that like writing to yourself is such a good thing. It's like a brain dump. You know, I'm totally that person at night where like I can't go to sleep if there are things on my mind. So I have to like put them in my notes app or put them on a to-do list for me to remember in the morning. And journaling is kind of like that for me during the day. It helps me just like get all my thoughts out and feel better about like where my day is headed and the direction I'm going. I just find it to be very helpful. So those are some of my goals. I also have like larger like career goals and stuff, but I haven't really hammered those out yet. Those are those are some that I'm focusing on the process, not the goal, because I don't know what exactly my end goal is, but I definitely know some steps I want to take to switch up my process. So, um, you know, we'll see we'll see where that leads. But that is what I think about New Year's resolutions and goals and all those goal digger. I'm a goal digger. I ain't saying I'm a goal digger, but I'm messing with no people that don't have goals and ambition in life and don't make a to-do list and make things happen for themselves and sit on their ass and rest on their laurels. Work hard, bitch. How about that? That was so catchy. I'm so catchy. Okay. Love you guys so much. Please follow the podcast on Instagram at Life of Riley Pod. I have 69 followers right now. Now, if that weren't kind of a funny number, I would be sad that it's so little. Go follow, please. Okay. Love you guys so much. Enjoy the rest of your day. Be safe, wear your mask, drink water, set goals, have ambition, focus on the process, not the goals, make a to-do list, it'll change your life, have more coffee, put less sugar in your coffee, and enjoy your week. Bye, kids. Hugs, not drugs.